0: That's Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk
1: Recorded live.
2: And live we are living in this wonderful America, North America, the land of the Americans in our many 50 states. Right out there in the Pacific Ocean is the 50th or 49th. And we are very much uh multi weathering as the word might be said. we've had we've had ice rain, ice freeze deep, deep cold, then we had snow, and it was just a flurry, and then we had rain and snow, so in two weeks we've had a variety of the winter. I don't want that groundhog to see a shadow anymore. I think he's almost over with. I think we have another week of winter.
3: <laughs>
2: and across this country, they've had so much funny weather. Um, Patty's going to probably give us an update that they haven't had any snow, but re- lots of rain. And, and uh, No rain, John,
4: no snow, sunshine, springtime. Everything is beautiful up here. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm very, very sorry.
2: Oh, <laughs> 60 degree so-
4: days. I mean, it's like, where is it snowing? You know, we're the <laughs> ones that are supposed to be having the snow, not you guys. Oh, it's funny because what? What would? What did someone
2: say that the harp was going for one more year just to make people feel it when it stops? You know,
3: <laughs> we don't need
2: them to be doing it anymore, and. uh But that's great to hear. Was your weather great in uh, Nevada, Colin? Hello. Yeah. Was your how was your weather in uh, Nevada?
0: Clear and warm. There, see now we're getting up to the getting up to the high fifties and low sixties. Excellent.
2: How's yours in the Midwest, uh, Lola?
5: Very, very cold. We okay. are um, below zero this morning. Oh that was God.
4: your picture on Facebook, was it, of the lady sliding down the driveway? That was just a picture you posted, wasn't it? That wasn't you, was yes. it?
5: No, no, and I don't even know. I figured... What is it? It's three degrees. I figured that it was from the northeast.
4: <laughs>
5: oh, no, that's not me. Oh,
4: good. I don't even...
5: I don't even go out when it's like I didn't busy. think your
4: house was that big either.
5: <laughs> to, to say it is that big, and probably it is that big.
3: <laughs> oh god!
5: But it's not as nice as that because we haven't had the money to work on it. But it certainly is big.
4: I, I big do. As, I, big and I hard to heat. In Spokane, we've got hills, not as bad as Seattle, but when your driveway is on a hill going down, it's kind of hard to get up your driveway in the ice. <laughs> That's
5: exactly what we have. I have to park at the top of my hill if, I, if it's going to snow because otherwise I can't get out of the driveway. Now, my old car would, but my new car won't. So they don't have the traction? Yeah. No. It's... So anyway, that's what we have. We don't have any snow, but Aunt Geraldine and them got quite a bit again and in Iowa. And they're supposed to be getting more again this weekend. And we are too, right?
4: Oh, and then they get plowed in by the darn snow plow over there at Walmart, don't they? Or whatever that store is by them.
5: Yeah, Walgreens, yeah.
4: Walgreens, yeah. And then their basement floods. I hope their basement doesn't flood this year.
5: It didn't last year either, and I do too. I just keep praying they they can't handle that anymore. Uh-uh. No, no, no. No, they can't go there anymore. So, a lot of new changes there. They're learning to deal with all the changes that are going on. And, and see life. that
2: that should be our motto: being able to take the changes as they come along. So that we're not so affected by them, because uh, I w- Colin and I were talking before we got uh, more people came on about Drake. Drake is saying things are happening behind the scenes and expects a lot of changes, and we're going, we are, but where are they? Tell us what they are and what to expect, type thing. So it's it's interesting what's going on. So.
5: Well, my thing is, I, I am so enthralled with Dr. Keshe from the Keshe Foundation, yeah. and I guess 15 countries are signing up for, I don't know what that means, and there's 15 more online And, of course, I, I'm being very negative when I say this, but I'm quite positive that the United States is not one of them because they certainly do not care to help our health. That's correct. I am I am so interested in Dr. Keshi's work, and um, I keep saying I haven't my brain has to remember it, but going into his website and finding out what countries are really using, utilizing his technologies, because to me, it's just totally wow. It is the cutting edge of changing our world. And I'm ready to go move to one of those countries that we can get their technologies until at some point the United States is going to have to say, Uncle, maybe, I mean maybe, maybe they'll just let everything go because they've already been paid all their dinar and they already have all their money so they could give a crap about anybody else apparently. Nothing has seemed to change in the United States for the betterment of us, so well, part of my thing, uh, Keshi
2: has been doing broadcasting and encouraging the different countries for the last, I'm going to say, minimum of four years. Yeah, that what you're saying, finally, some of the countries are waking up that the people are all wanting this uh, ability. That's great. Some of them are right.
4: using it already. The Russians yeah. are using machines. I think yeah. are... they are
2: way ahead of us on this stuff. So well, we
5: when you start, when you're trying to take a country down, the li- what you do is you Which don't you... do what is going to move the country in a forward motion. Correct. You sit on all of it, and that that's what they've done. And they continue to tell us that it's everybody else is against us and hurting us when the only people hurting America is America, It's the corporation
2: because the corporation.
4: Of, they're
5: not
2: yeah. doing
4: the
5: thing.
2: The corporation is doing everything, and we—I've uh, got a thing that NLA is doing, uh, and it's about getting signatures. They're looking for a million signatures all we want is the name the person to sign it and put the county where they are and i'd like to send it out to every one of you uh, and you can make as many as you want or not do anything about it but a million signatures means it means every one of us taking one sheet and getting some signatures on it the reason
5: yeah, you is,
2: know what I is what? the reason is is that it shows the people really are behind freedom. Doesn't mean they're in LA. This is not a thing about them joining in LA. They're free to do it if they wish, but it is about having the people's, uh, and there's no address, it's just their signature and, a, and the county. So there's no information going to be tracked, it's not a petition. It is just quantity of names to show the people are sick of it.
5: Yeah, well, I'd even do that then. I'm concerned when you start giving names and addresses who wants it. And I think there are so many government moles that get in and try to stir the pot and cause trouble everywhere quietly or always stirring the pot that I'm afraid (laughs) to put my name on those lists because I don't believe they're real. I believe they're moles. Well, I agree with
2: you. That's why all it is is a signature. doesn't even have to be real. I mean, it, it sort of legible, but there's no tracking back to that person, and that's what they have to be assured of. Uh, yeah. Let me see if I can get, uh, get it up here. Hopefully I can get you guys back. I'm just... Uh... I'll have to send it an email because every time I crunch the screen, I don't know where it goes, and I can't get you back. But it's important that, and and I checked the the screen, the um, list out, that it's just a name and a county, a name and a county. So you can get like 20 names on a sheet. I've already signed that. Right?
4: I think I might have already signed that a day or two ago. Well, then
2: that's good because that's. Oregon. I'll look at it
4: again because I got one that I did sign, so it might be the same thing. I'll look at it.
2: Good, good, because it's uh, it is about us all getting our name, just a name and a county, no other information because of what you're saying, Lola. Nobody's going to sign it if they have to give any information. So I'll I'll send that out to everybody so that you can get it and get the information. So, uh, oops, little left. She must she must have dropped. Yeah. Um, but we've had there is so much going on. It's really important in my English class. I have a uh, different product projects we have to do, and one of them was about reviewing the different ways to do um, memos and stuff and letters,
1: and
2: he wanted us to write up these questions, and so we're doing it, and then uh, there's a part there that he wanted, uh, his question was, write up the seven points of what makes a... uh, a letter really kind of uh, not a good letter. And I thought these points were so interesting that in my English book, and I showed them to the teacher, and he laughed the same way I did because I said, who does this sound like? So I'm going to just read. Hopefully I'll get to it really quickly. And... uh, it is. I'm
4: getting them. Okay. Okay. How do you get to school in the snow? What? How do you, do you have chains for your moped?
2: Ah, people were telling me to put the, um um skis on them, and I said yeah. But no, I got a ride.
4: It was too cold. Did to you guys it. see that new car? Oh, my God, they got a new car out now. It's got wide wheels, but it looks like a, a little body. It's like a little motorcycle body. with. It's only $6,800, and it gets 85 miles to the gallon. Wow. wow. And they've had them out for five years. Are you hey. kidding me? No, but it's the funniest looking thing. It looks like a little race car with all these wheels sticking out. I mean, it'll only hold two people. It's your own person. It'll hold a kid in the back seat, but it's really little. But it's for going back and forth to work in. They're really cool.
2: Is it kind of like a bubble car?
4: Yeah, kind
2: of. Oh, that's They decided
4: that we're too stupid to make them fly yet they could make them fly but they want to let us learn how to drive a, on the road first <laughs> I had, haven't
3: they, they
5: had
6: kits be... for those what what, what? I, have, I think i've seen um kits for those people yeah they have a
4: kit for it i just yeah. saw it last night i just went wow
6: come here bro
5: <laughs> this is what
4: you need this gets better miles to the gallon <laughs> I just want to
5: see them start doing something like a light hovering and then changing the roads to what we've seen can happen with solar and stop all the expense there and so that the sun could keep that melted. And I know that they're saying maybe that will put people out of jobs. I don't know, but we've got to start integrating this new technology that's there. There's so much good technology
4: and there'll and be lots of jobs much. from it, you guys. There'll be lots of jobs, people building home devices for, you know, they'll set up factories where people are building energy devices for your home yes. and yes, stuff. Yes,
5: I agree. Patty, I agree. I just want to start seeing them integrate the new technology. But first, and let's we get have us.
4: to get rid of that bum in the White House, okay? And all the bums in the White House.
6: All of them we have to get rid of the stupid free trade agreements. Well, there you go. Is... Which were what incentivized these, you know, the Fortune 50 companies to build their factories outside the United States. That's a, and, and guess
2: who's supporting all that? Your CAFR. All of your government CAFRs have become the biggest shareholders in all those corporations, and they want to make more success. I remember that... Colin and Drake was saying that, and this is going to really crush all those cavers. Is the fact that if things go down,
5: the whole stock market will go down. Well, then they're going to go because the stock market's going to go. <laughs>
2: Absolutely, all of that Kaffir money is going to go unless they've converted it to silver or gold. But I found this thing. I want. I want to get back to this point I was raising. In this, we're doing the successful communication. By their nature, workplace communication can greatly affect people's lives. Accordingly, customers and clients, investors, taxpayers, and workers themselves should be able to treat such material as accurate, reliable, and trustworthy. In short, ethical. But these documents fail the ethics test if corrupted by any of the following tactics. And as I read them, you just think of who this applies to: suppression of information, the outright burying of data to hide inconvenient, inconvenient truths; falsification or fabrication, changing or simply inventing data to support a desired outcome; overstatement or understatement, exaggerating the positive aspects of a situation. Or downplaying negative aspects to create the desired impression. Selectiveness quoting. Deleting words from quoted material to distort the meaning. Subjective wording. Using terms deliberately chosen for their ambiguity. Conflict of interest. Exploiting behind-the-scenes connections to influence decision-making. Withholding information. Refusing to share relevant data with coworkers, plagiarism—taking credit for someone else's ideas, findings, or written material.
4: Now, every American does that. Every,
2: <laughs> every politician, corporation, and all
3: of
6: these big
2: leaders that are just unbelievable. And now, is,
6: what's, that, that's in a, what's that a list of?
2: This was in my English Mercury Reader uh, class book. And we're learning about communications. And that was the list they gave to enumerate how unethical it is. (laughs) And it's totally in our media, our education, our religion, our politics. Oh,
6: yeah. That's that's a good list then, yeah. It's bleeding, and that's enumerated
2: right there. I I did type and copy it. I can send it out so that you can pass it on and say, who does this remind you of? <laughs> oh, I ended with an of.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's
6: important
2: because so much... Um, I mean, you, you can everything,
6: it's, it, everything. It's everything. It started with public relations, what they called it, and then advertising, and then you have the <laughs> FDA studies. They're all slanted. They're all you know designed for the to produce a certain outcome. And get. So yes,
4: exactly. And then and you exactly. get the other side, that if you don't believe in Jesus, you can't go to heaven. <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly A religion it started religion, the religion is all, yeah, on the everything. Last night. this little lady she's telling me you have to believe in God to go to heaven I said I believe in Allah and I believe heaven is already here and she goes well, I said something and I said well Something else, and she says, there you go, acting just like a Muslim. <laughs> and I went, <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, tomorrow, let's see, what will I be tomorrow? Yesterday I was a Muslim. I don't want to be a Christian. I'm done with Christianity, okay?
6: <laughs> mm, really? <laughs> no, not
4: really. I'm just teasing. A lot, a lot teasing of these people, <laughs> these
6: people that think Christianity is the, the only religion that anybody should have or just to have this holier-than-now attitude, and it's really...
4: Meanwhile, Bruce is driving around with a guillotine to cut off Christian's head. Oh, by the way, by the way, I got a letter. Or we got a (laughs) letter? It said, oh, it was right here. Hmm. But they settled with the lady that Bruce ran over. (laughs) So he really did run over her. Well, he didn't run over her. But whatever happened, it... It came to be that it was his fault. And with Patty staying neutral throughout the whole thing, except telling him not to kill anybody on his way to work every time he leaves now, uh, <laughs> I I when when we got the letter saying the insurance paid, I went, well, isn't that wonderful that we had insurance? And it hasn't raised yet, you know? Yeah. So I am glad I didn't go around saying all these bad things about this woman cuz I didn't know you know all my neighbors are going yeah yeah it's probably one of those drug addicts yeah yeah I'm going no wait a minute we got to we got to give it the benefit of the doubt here <laughs> and so he doesn't leave late for work anymore. <laughs> <That's a good laughs> and he looks for people in black coats walking down the road. Because <laughs> our road is like that. The road out of the trailer park from here to get into the freeway. There are all these kinds of zombie people walking around. And you got to be really careful. I mean it. There's people walking down the road waving their arms and stuff. <laughs> It's just kind of weird.
5: <laughs> yeah. Save your pennies because it, your insurance can go up the next year, and mine did. I was fighting a tick, a school zone ticket that I just barely spaced, and apparently they just turned the lights on, and I wasn't speeding, but going over the speed of the school zone, there were no kids out, there were no buses, there were no nothing for me to even realize that school, it was the time I wasn't paying attention. They turned the light on, and I, I didn't see it. They raised my insurance because I fought it, and I didn't have them pay it off because paying it off would have been over $600. That would have been the smart thing to do. My insurance went up to $1,600 a year on just my vehicle from that ticket. Good. Yep. Wow.
2: Do you want a farm truck? If you have a farm truck, put everything under the farm truck. Farmer's insurance or something like that. We have
4: farmer's insurance, so I'm hoping it will be all right because they were really, really good about it.
5: We have Farm Bureau, and they have always been so good. My daughter said that both of her houses were raised on insurance. Our house went up from, like, $1,700 1700 to $1,800 a year for house in the, the insurance on the house to $2,900.
4: A year? Our house is worth $2,900. <laughs> yeah. did, you,
6: did you raise your deductible? What's your deductible? I hope you don't have a $250 deductible.
5: No, no, I think it's like $1,000. I'm telling you, they're raising everybody's. At least they are in this area. And we're paying for all their created tornadoes and everything, and it's it's just literally taking it out of the people's pockets. I was in shock when I got my house insurance, but the car, I expected it to go up. but So they've literally ravaged our pocketbook for a month, per month, probably $250 more, and my Social Security didn't go up anymore.
2: It won't. They don't give us the cost of living every year. They didn't give us any this year.
5: You know what? Little, I really I am so... I, I have to say this. We have a group here that could do so much. And last night I listened to... Are any of you familiar with Randy Shannon's show on Thursday night? No. no. She, was, she ran for a position in um, the government in 2012. And... Or maybe she was going to and she backed out and she joined the Republic at the time because she was just kind of like, you know what you do when you just go kind of off on all directions because you're just really frustrated. I think she's a really good gal. She's from Iowa. She ran on the Iowa ticket. She has a show on Thursday night and she has all kinds of stuff on. And Last night it was quite interesting. Good argument on religion, as I'm listening to you, because of Neburu the planet, and what it's <clears throat> going to do, and yada, yada. But she had a lady on first, and her name was, um, I can't remember. She's from Florida. And she got into the study the, um, studying the, um, w- w- through her own house, getting foreclosure and wanting to work on land patents and people that were getting foreclosed on that had purchased homes that had been foreclosed on and lenders coming back and taking these houses away from people that had paid cash. So she's gotten into that. And she, every time I'm on a different call, I'll say, but can't we work together? But can't people do this? But can't people train and do this? This lady and her husband have set up a website that can walk people through step-by-step has an attorney. She first tried to work and get attorneys to try to help. Well, that wouldn't work, and people couldn't even get it. These attorneys don't get it.
3: They
2: you don't. Know.
5: So she found one, and she's trying to get one in each state. Then she has this website set up that walks the people through step by step to put land or to put um, to quiet title their properties. And take ownership of their properties. She said, I have not found, and she, they work with people, help people in foreclosure. She said, I have not found one document, one docu- one foreclosure so far that has documents that can't literally throw the whole thing out of court. And she, wow. the thing was, she didn't know what to do because she couldn't get it to work fast enough and she couldn't help enough people. But her brain was so there that she got this, her husband set this up. They're working to get this. They haven't released it yet. And she said, I tried to go to the Northeast. And she said, I'm not as familiar with their laws. But she said, I live in Florida all my life, and I know their laws. So we're we're breaking it in Florida. We're setting it, we're going to start there, launching it there, and then expand. But if, if anyone wants to listen to her that last night, it was the first hour of her of Randy Shannon's show. I was so completely impressed because here it was somebody saying, "Let's do this together. We can beat them if we all work If we take it, state by state, and she's working to do that. And to- isn't
6: she basically teaching people how to do a title search to make sure that the title is clear? Yes, and she'll help learn that. I mean,
5: the thing is, I know so much about so much stuff like that, but there's a lot of things I need help with. When when I started real estate, you don't just go in and learn how to write contracts like I know how to 30 years later. You had a boss sitting in the office, and they helped you, and they looked them over, and they said, now if you do this different or this different. Well, when they're throwing us, a lot of, t- of these guys teach this stuff, but they throw you in the ring and they say, now go do it. Well, if you're not doing it right, that is really bad when you're working with people's money, but this is really bad because you're working with the government and everything, and if you do something not quite right or nobody's there to look the paperwork over, then what good did you do anyway? You just spun your wheels, wasted your time, and let them sit and laugh at you because you did it wrong again. If we had... All of these situations, I, I'm going to that because of this. I was so impressed that we had a lady that was, and it, it was a lady that finally took the bull by the horns and said, we got to do this so that everybody has a guide to follow and that we have a, an attorney there that if they get in problems can help them and that can carry it further, that we can start winning these cases. I was like, so impressed with her. And, and, and we need that in a lot of areas, but this is a good start. Can you get us the link to that,
2: uh, Lola, and send it to me so, so I can send it out so we can get her? Because it's imperative we do help other people. People are, uh, Blake was saying the same thing, and I've read it the same thing. The foreclosures at the time of Franklin Delano Roosevelt's election were Massive, absolutely massive, and that's the repeating that whole 30s agenda. And that's
5: well, there's right another up. lady I uh, watched, and I have to. My memory, I'm taking Ginkgo. My my chiropractor said, Get on Ginkgo Boloba, but my memory, I know I see the lady's face, I got to remember where I got her from. But she has an audio on, and I was going to go in. When it cuts off, oh, she was on Alex Jones, and they cut all of Alex Jones out the questions, and they just put her, like there would be a little break, but she was so self-explanatory. You didn't even need to know what the question was. She carried on and explained further each time. I was so amazed when I heard You know, people said, well, they overbought for their... They shouldn't have bought that much. They couldn't afford it, and now look what happened. And she said that when this all happened with this debacle on the foreclosures, they knew what they were doing, and they set this up ahead of time, built all these big homes, lowered the interest rates, created these really good jobs that all these people were going to make all this money.
6: Well, they did it to the banks and the... you know, the salespeople could make um, money on all the fees, the upfront fees. Well, That's it question.
5: was all a setup, and they got all the people in these big homes, and they knew full well when they did it that they would probably, they were going to have those jobs four to five years, and they were going to be eliminated. And when they were, they would go back in the workforce and half their pay and lose these houses. So they set this up way ahead of time, built these big homes, Got these people in them. This was a 15, 20-year plan. And they continue to carry these out. And we, the people, don't even begin to understand what they're doing. We're, we're starting to. And they lost them all. And they took all of these homes back. And they're making the money. I mean, how many times can they recycle us and our money? And that's what they, she explained that she was in the government and uh, worked with the government. She's a whistleblower really interesting.
6: And you know, another thing that the banksters do, which is even probably even worse, is getting people set up constantly selling them um second mortgages over and over and over again so that they can, you know, refinance a McDonald's hamburger that they bought five years ago. And it's yeah. you know, a pay off credit card debt. And I had a friend who, um, you know, consolidate your credit cards and everything, ha- lower your payments and only have one payment. And I had a friend who was uh, working for one of these companies and she was making money hand over fist doing this. She had regular clients every couple of years. They would call and they would need to refinance. And I don't know how she could do this in good conscience and sleep at night.
2: Well, that's, that's the problem. What
6: I
5: I agree with you. I thought of that this morning because I we have some people that are in the kind of the they're helping and they're in, they're kind of like personal. What do you call it in banks where they personally help people? They know so much about the stock market and so much about everything. How can they know realize that? these are going to go down sooner or later, and these people are going to lose money. Is this, is they, why, is it just, huh?
2: this is why they're trying to get back the glass seagull because of just that point you're raising. Because with the fact that the people are ignorant of investing and that they open the bank and they can go in and have an investor... I go into my uh, credit union, and the lady, the, these are young girls. They know nothing. And they've gone to a class and learned how to do it in a class. I tell you, I took those classes, and I couldn't tell you what was right or wrong. And, and they wouldn't know, and, and they've got these people coming in off the street
6: thinking they're the professional. Well, and that will happen with the Glass-Steagall Act, when they repealed the Glass-Steagall Act. Before you would go to a bank and you just all you could do is borrow or borrow money or deposit money
3: that's the point
6: that's all they could do or give maybe give you a credit card. they didn't even
2: have credit cards in those days. well, yes, they did because they did it in the nineties, and that's the point that uh, uh what what's his name uh, LaRouche is talking about. I don't agree with everything LaRouche says, however. The, the taking of the investments out of the bank
6: yes. is a smart move.
2: And also have... the
6: banks, remember, um, now the banks can sell insurance as well and they weren't allowed to do that. Banks are doing everything and they're even creating new securities.
2: Oh, they're, they're so fraudulent about yep. it because they really are uneducated because I've done the insurance because one one of the things with investment is you had to take this insurance thing to become a better investor agent. And I was like, I'm swimming. I'm not even at the shoreline. I was so out of out of it. And I had to bail because I just couldn't do any of the things that they wanted you to do. And uh it was it, it was really an interesting foible that they've got people caught in. And it's repetitious of what went on in FDR's time. We're just repeating the history again.
1: But,
2: that's you know, the, people
5: like us, we wouldn't know that because we were too young. So that's how they're catching it over and over. They, they recycle it in enough time that those people are too young to know that they're doing it again, and they, I don't even know, would my mom know? Wouldn't it have been my grandparents that passed away? My mom is 90. It would have been the people older than that, or not? Well,
2: yeah, because if she's 90, she would have been, because I'm, I was born in 38, and this was done in 33, and there would have had to been a young adult in the teens. My mother Uh, was uh, born in 07, and uh, she was alive during all that time. And her mother almost lost all her properties because of the shenanigans. So it was very, very detrimental to a lot of people.
5: Well, I guess that our families, you know, because my family didn't lose anything either through all of that time, and apparently they had... Some knowledge of something that they didn't get caught up in it and lose. I mean, we still have the century farms. They didn't get. They didn't lose anything. But they certainly never ever went into debt either. The Dutch people were very very conservative and never went into debt. Right. Certainly. Pay for everything in cash. Yeah, <laughs> they're pretty much cash people. So that would make a difference. And, and that's
2: how they, they tripped you up is by making it easier for you. Did you realize that uh, Germany does not take, uh, did not
3: finance
2: any automobiles? My son used to work for an automobile company in Bonn and they, you had to pay cash. We we do the financing because they make money off the financing they make money off of the insurance you have to have because you have to be, uh, cover your liability for the car.
0: And they make money
2: off of the interest that they plucked from air. Three avenues of making more money. And this is their MO. So what we, what we can do is keep, keep talking and keep making it aware to other people.
5: But my question is, how did people afford to buy those cars? Because here, well, because, I, I couldn't car, afford to go pay cash for a car. Because uh, that is true. But see, Germans
2: are very different in money management. In the States, we were taught to spend, spend, spend. Just for what you said, the marketing, the public relations and the marketing was so pushed on people that uh, those that lived through the Depression never got into it. It's the children that got into it. Now, you're talking children from approximately the 1940s on that were definitely uh, with this new thinking. And the issue here is that we were made to believe that it was just a little bit. Well, also remember there wasn't television.
1: There was no television.
2: It was all radio, and the way they stopped the uh, the actual depression was by radio and reading positive things. It's manipulation. It's all about the manipulation, yeah. and. If no one understands them, that's why I brought those points out. Those points in my English book are the points that we have to really recognize in our newspaper, our TV. I spoke to a lady who was a cashier at Walmart, because it did get out yesterday, and she was so sweet. I said, uh, I told. she said, someone had mentioned if I stay off television for a, a day or two my blood pressure would go down. I said, ma'am, if you stayed off television for three weeks, you could throw the blood pressure pills away. And she looked at me. I said, it's that disturbing.
3: You need
2: to get off it. And uh, whether she does or doesn't is going to be her choice. It is the view that they have been punishing us and indoctrinating us, as we know, for all these years. The more you're not in their avenues of communication, newspapers, radio, TV, they have less control over you.
6: You know, another example of brainwashing that was a really successful campaign that they they, uh, put over on us was the women's movement. Oh, absolutely. Because so... before, before, you know, it, it was very easy for a blue collar family to own a home and pay for it with just one salary. And yes. every, everybody, you know, had, you know, the, the wives stayed at home. It wasn't necessary to have both the husband and the wife out working yep. to keep a home. And and, and so so they brainwashed everyone into thinking that the woman the woman wasn't complete without being able yep. to have a career. Yep. And then when they enough women got out in the workplace, then they started to uh, somehow manipulate the uh, the housing market. Remember, it's always been about housing, about
3: mm-hmm.
6: uh, you know housing prices, and when they talk about um inflation they never mention the cost of of food or or anything you know that people are required and use on a day-to-day basis it's solely about all the housing market and well, it, you so know, it's, so the banks can make more money so of course once the women are out there then they could jack up of course they need to take advantage and take as much of that income as possible and then it just makes everybody more poor and they well, if-
2: The the side that you're raising uh, to add to you is the fact that they made the women anti-anything that might be progressive. The women, uh, the men I speak to, if I could only get my wife to understand this, because the women have been indoctrinated, especially the young ones, more, 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 more. And uh, the poor guy has to keep working his tail off, and and she's working, and they're making less money. It's it's ludicrous how the indoctrination, and we had a speaker, I think it was a speaker or something I read about the fact that women are so angry. We just had a a lady who gives me a ride, she's a very nice lady, And uh, her father died. And she said, my mother was so angry with my father dying that it was was just horrible. The anger she had, how dare he die? Now, the issue here is that women have been set up for centuries, for centuries to be angry about death. And And we've all been male or female. It doesn't matter. But the anger is a direct result of when there's a war going on, or and there's an invasion coming in. There's only women and children left in the uh, village. They are not out with guns and the men.
6: And that probably helped spawn the insurance, the life insurance industry. (laughs) To help sell a lot of life insurance policies, so that life insurance salespeople could go around and frighten. Get, but see, get that but, thought in people's minds that if, you know, the breadwinner dies, then what are you going to do kind of thing. Right. But see, even
2: before that, because insurance came, I mean, Britain had insurance. However, they never did the people until they found out it was a money thing. But what I'm saying is that with the invasions and the women and the children get murdered and killed, they're always saying, well, those men, they should be protecting us. Well, they are, right. they and killed too, but they never connect those dots, and they always again divide and conquer
6: well on YouTube, Elizabeth Warren gives a really, really good lecture on um really the globalists and the bankers and how mm-hmm. you know how they've done how they succeeded with the women's movement in um you know changing the economy and f- forcing women to get out there and work and I remember watching it, you know, seven or eight years ago. I'm sure it's still on there. Yeah. Well, Well, this was before she was elected to Congress, I think.
2: Well, you know, that whole women's movement, as you said, the gal that did most of the talking on that was telling the women, you should have maid service. You should have this and you should have that. You deserve it. Right, right. And she had a husband that could provide it. When I found out that she had a husband that could provide it for and the rest of our husbands were out there busting their buns to even get enough for us to put on the table, it was like there's something rotten in Denmark here.
3: <laughs>
2: and that's, that's when I got off that kick. and I mean, it, there, there was no need for us to be doing that kind of maneuvering.
4: I would have been the lady driving the washing machine around on my bicycle, washing everybody else's clothes for them. I saw that on Facebook. It was so cute. It was like a black and white picture and this lady had a bicycle and one of those ringer washers that she drove to people's houses and she'd do their laundry for them. It's a <laughs> Get a moped and there go yeah. cow
3: patties. <laughs> that I got to get my little moped
2: out and put a t- dolly on it, and, and and that's the point. There is a way to always survive. There is a way in which we can work. And Lola, you're doing fantastic. Uh-huh. With when you get onto something and you say, why can't we? Because that's exactly the point. We the question we should be. Last week we were saying, what are our questions? What are the questions we really need to ask? And they are. How can we work together? Now that's why I'm going back to the the issue of this the signing because of the fact by getting just a signature in a county on it, we can show that there are a lot of people out here pissed off and they want you to do their job because that's really what it is. It's a mandamus of obedience to the. Uh, the judges and the courts to do the right job not the bulldoze job that they're doing So um, I thought all
4: we had to do was prove that they were serving the bar and it would all be over because they can't serve the bar we've got that 13th amendment that we're going to throw in their faces why haven't we done all that yet or are we doing that because we
2: still have lawyers in there and they'll never bring it up Oh. And they it up. And they won't bring it up because it would be a detriment
3: to their survival.
4: We need to get a gag order on all the lawyers. <laughs> we need a gag order on, on the whole
2: court system and that is what N L A is doing. So if it's Good. okay with you, I'll send you out yes. this uh, signature. It needs it has a couple of spellows, but what the
4: heck? Just uh, don't send out something that I have to send on saying that I love Jesus to 18 other people, please. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to
2: knock that thing. I only send it to people that mouth their stuff from that.
1: But I'm, I'm,
4: I think I, that's what I told her to do in the end. I said, now, I will forgive you if you go to your pew, if you go to your pew and shut your trap and close your butthole. And then I went to bed. <laughs> I'm so well. It was not very funny, but I'm tired of these people bugging me. I had a fight with the real Jesus, and I'm I'm not quite over that yet. And he wasn't the real Jesus. It was a church. <laughs>
3: it was
2: uh, other thing that was interesting with uh, with uh, Drake last night was that it, he was saying to the Muslims, he said, "Hey Muslims, wake up." Your religion's been kidnapped. It is not the religion you think it is. It's been kidnapped and taken away from you, and that's true.
4: I you mean, guys people... listen to Gordon Duff at all What? He... I've
6: heard, you heard guys he... listen
4: to Gordon Duff. We don't and... have
6: access to any good syndicated radio shows. Oh
4: wow. Well, go to veterans today. they're really doing a lot man they oh wow. I follow that. I'm not going to use the word religiously. I <laughs> almost said religiously. <laughs> <laughs> I felt it coming up
3: in my throat. And I went, eh, 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 eh. Good for you, girlfriend.
2: Okay. That's a good point. It is it is the fact that we need to... Um, we need to really get other things on because they've squashed everything that would give us a possible uh, resonance, if that's the right word, for us to be heard. So that is why this signature thing, he said it's not a petition. It's not going to be used as a petition. It is going to be used as a demand. hmm they demand that you get
4: your butts doing Good. right. In. Well, I got a big kick out of last night, Gordon Duff going. They were going, well, when Obama wakes up to what he's really doing, the reason we haven't done anything to him yet is because we're afraid he's going to commit suicide. Well, it couldn't happen
3: to a nicer man.
4: <laughs> well, maybe he and not Yahoo or whoever it is that's coming over over here. And go in a chamber together and, and do it together.
2: <laughs> oh, do you think there'd be collaboration there? <laughs>
4: oh dear.
2: I was thinking something this morning that I thought was interesting to share, and uh, in the the amounts of of how much people have been brainwashed through their education. And I started enumerating because going on the premise of what uh, Drake had said yesterday in the fact that Muslims had their religion kidnapped from them is the issue of what other religions have done the same thing.
3: And right away
2: comes up Catholicism. And with Catholicism came up the point of Jesuits. They have Dei, which is a murder, um, actually an assassination group uh, in the um, uh, Catholic Church. And people don't even know it's in there, but it is an, an assassination group. And then you have the Jesuits, who are a military group, and they are your militants, and they run colleges and universities and high school. Even my brothers went to a camp when they were kids that was run by Jesuits. And when you consider one of the information we got with the Congress and the representatives at the federal level, two-thirds of them have been educated in a Jesuit school. And environment because Jesuits have even bought and I get this, they have even bought state universities and people don't even know they're Jesuit schools.
6: And all the people that want to uh, major in government, the better yes. schools the better schools that teach government studies like uh the American yes. College and so forth, they're all Jesuit schools too.
2: That's right. And uh, American
6: Jes- yeah, Georgetown. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. Georgetown is a perfect example. And what greater place is it in, in
6: Washington D.C.? Yep.
3: So, yeah,
2: yeah. We're surrounded by people who have been brainwashed entirely all their lives by Jesuits.
6: And then the other go thing that they, they don't teach through. that they should teach is that all our presidents have been members of secret societies. Yes. And they're all interrelated that by blood or related to the, um, you know, all the globalists are basically all related.
4: Yep. Uh, question. Question. Is, yeah, go ahead. Is Mark Hamilton an Illuminati? I think so. I think so, too.
2: Please. I'm sorry, you guys. <laughs> We listened to, um, when we were first in uh, Neothink, that's where Mark Hamilton is involved, uh, Emily. In Neothink, when we first were in it, around 2009, when we saw the, the writing on the wall and the total misappropriation of the, uh, the convention that we had in Chicago, we really investigated the writings of Mark Ham- Hamilton under his pseudonym that he wrote British stories and made money on it. Every one of them was about usurpation or murder or a way in which you could take over something. And it was so marked as to, whoa, this is the guy we're having lead us in uh, think. And then when he pulled the rug out from everybody, it was like, And people didn't know they had the rug pulled out from them. And it was uh, really an interesting foible that this is exactly... I think he was sold out. His father was murdered, and he was sold out.
4: I don't, do you think his father was murdered, or that was just an accident?
2: No, I think he was murdered when you have... Uh, a woman driving down the street, supposedly fixing her child's uh car seat. Excuse me, I think maybe you did that before you got in the car.
4: Oh, okay, see, I didn't know about that, how it came down, or you know, God, nobody tells the truth anymore. How are we supposed to know <laughs> I,
5: I agree, I agree. how are we supposed to know the truth? <laughs> okay.
4: I don't even know when I'm lying to myself, for God's sake. (laughs) That's
5: really bad, Patty.
4: I know. (laughs) I stand in the kitchen and I'm doing dishes and all of a sudden I'll I'll look at myself and I'll go, well, you're a liar. (laughs) And Bruce will come by and he goes, yep, you are. I said, I know. (laughs) you're, You're hitting on a
2: very important point. We really cannot lie to ourselves because you caught yourself in that lie or misrepresentation. It really is the points we have to see. If we can't see how it's being manipulated,
4: that's how they get you. And if you don't see it and you're trying to teach it to somebody else, that's even worse. And that's what I learned from having my illness, is that you can't follow anybody else. You have to believe it in yourself first. Amen.
5: You Amen. can spend
4: thousands and thousands of dollars on some healer giving you all these downloads, but until you yourself open your third eye or whatever you do, you're not going to get anywhere. You're just spinning your wheels and if, taking people if, with you that don't need to go there. <laughs>
2: And,
4: Patty, that's called responsibility.
3: Yep. Responsible,
2: being able to respond to yourself and care for yourself. That is exactly goes back to the issue of what uh, Lola brought up or whoever brought up about the women's lib. The women's lib was a purposeful means to underline the women's uh, part in being in the home. My biggest problem was, in my life, was that I was too independent, which drove that poor husband of mine crazy, and uh, he couldn't stand it because I was supposed to be bowing to him, and I bowed to no man, and that was wrong also. We needed to work together. Divide and conquer. It works. Uh-huh. Divide and conquer, and that's why the woman was pulled out of the house to divide the
4: house. Look at how few people eat together. And for the money, for the twice as much in tax. Well, they paid women a third or a quarter of what they paid men back then. But it was all about getting more tax money, too. Not only disrupting the home, but getting money and then giving toys to all these kids that didn't have mommies at home so they can burn the house down before mom and dad get home. You know, there you go.
2: But it, it, it's all about M-O-N-E-Y. It's all and yep. and that's the other thing that Drake uh, uh, brought up. There are points that, that he's saying that we can hear, and the point is they have come to the end of the road of absconding with money without us knowing about it. Now it's so blatant, people are knowing about it. And that's where they're having their problems. And there's no more money to steal.
3: <laughs> that's exactly
1: right, girlfriend. You
3: got it.
4: They can cannot... And we're not giving them anymore, are we? It must... well. well, that's
3: why the
2: taxes are being raised by counties uh, for a one penny tax. And Greenville voted it down because of people like Emily. Emily got out there and said, you people wake up. They're trying to take your money. And a lot of people did wake up. And a lot of people voted it down in Greenville. Some of the counties weren't quick enough. They didn't get it down. But there's a lot of stuff going on, and uh, it really behooves us to keep on. And, and this is the thing. It behooves us to watch how we say things. More people are waking up to what is going on. And that's important for us to keep saying. More people are waking up. More people are becoming
4: tuned in. More the people darn are... things you remember from your past are really, really important now if you can figure out how to put them into context and I do remember years and years and years ago when Henry Kissinger first spotted Barack Obama and said oh we ought to groom him to be president of the United States he's Uh perfect and he was only 18 years older than something then you know so this has been coming for years and years and years yep and, and, and I'm Kissinger, gonna. I don't like Henry Kissinger. Kissinger at all. Well, Ken, Henry
2: Kissinger. When you consider what everybody's being yelled at about the the uh, Muslims in Obama stuff, we've had foreign people in our cabinets for years. Kissinger was Secretary of State. The power that man had.
4: It's amazing what you can do with a paperclip.
5: <laughs> yes, really. <laughs> I don't know why everybody doesn't leave these poor Muslims alone. I I don't get this, and maybe it's just me, but I do not see anything the matter with these Muslim people. I don't see them going in and tearing everybody up like they, we are, and this constant divide and conquer and harass these people to me that are just trying to live their own life. They come to America, they, go, they live in all other countries just like all other people. The world is diversified. But we've got to crucify these people, and I'm not yeah. sure why. But that, this is the point.
2: It's just the Muslims
5: now. It was the blacks and the
2: whites. It was the Christians and the Catholics. It was, it's just another entity. Stop saying it's, it's why. It's the purpose of divide and conquer. That's all it is. That's a, it's just another entity. And that's why Drake was saying, and what we have to start saying, you've been, your religion's
6: been stolen from you. You have no
2: representation.
6: And also, it's totally fabricated. People should wake up and realize that anytime you see a news story, it's usually on some videotape, and you can see it's poor tape quality, and it's, it's so obvious it's not real. You have to
4: use the Charles Schultz philosophy. I just got this from the Maine Republic email alert. This is marvelous. Scroll down through it, read it carefully. Okay. The following philosophy of Charles Schultz, the creator of Peanuts comic strip. You don't have to actually answer these questions, just ponder on them. Just read the email straight through and you'll get the point. Name the five wealthiest people in the world. Name the last five Heisman Trophy winners. Name the last five winners of Miss America pageant. Name ten people who have won the Pulitzer Prize or Nobel Prize. Name the last half dozen Academy Award winners for Best Actor or Actors. Name the last decade's worth of World Series winners. How'd you do? The point is, none of us remembers the headliners of yesterday. There are no second-rate achievers. They are the best in their fields. But the applause dies. Awards tarnish. Achievements are forgotten. Accolades and certificates are buried with their owners. Toshiba. Here's another quiz. List a few teachers who aided you on your journey through school. Name three friends who have helped you through a difficult time. Name five people who have taught you something worthwhile. Think of a few people who have made you feel appreciated and special. Think of five people you enjoy spending time with. Easier, the lesson. The people who make the difference in your life are not the ones who most credentials or the most money or the most awards. They simply are the ones who care the most. Don't worry about, and pass this on to people who have made a difference in your life. Don't worry about the world coming to an end today. It's already tomorrow in Australia. <laughs> That's, <laughs> cute.
3: That's beautiful.
4: Wasn't that cute?
2: That is beautiful. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and, and that
2: is a, a, a good way, a perspective to look at because we can only do what's in our own backyard. And until we've got a backyard that is pristine, but she can be in our own backyard and deal with our own backyard.
4: Yep. Because
2: there's nothing that's more... And that is exactly why if people stop listening to television, stop doing the... uh, uh, getting newspapers and stop getting all of this folder all going we would have a lot less anxiety in the world. And that's where we have to keep encouraging people. Don't give them credit. This whole thing, I had a big discussion in my English class about the FCC um, voting on... Net uh, neutrality. Yeah, f- to get the Internet under their auspice. Right. And it was like this fellow was so vehement about how
3: dare
2: I basically <laughs> take business away from him. He was totally into job security, totally into job security for himself, and he did not understand. I said, if if a person cannot pay. Uh, it does not have food on the table, they will discontinue the Internet use and not pay it. And he couldn't believe that. They're all hooked on it.
4: And they don't care about the people that don't have the money for the Internet. They're useless feeders anyway.
2: Well, this is exactly true. (laughs) And and that's the, the issue that uh, this man doesn't even want to do it. And, you know, I, I, I could swear he had to have been a military guy because of the way he was so vehement about it. And I didn't even bring that up. I just knew that's what he, he must have been. He had to have been a military guy and doesn't understand how he's been hoodwinked like the rest.
6: And so did he work for a telephone company or a cable company or something? He's an IT guy. Oh.
2: He is an IT guy, and and basically
4: you was telling me you're taking my IT,
2: uh,
6: inter- information technology.
4: He's an he's IT. You. I think he's he an was it. an IT. He's an IT. <laughs> and but so,
6: anybody in that line of work is just um, just an expense to the company.
4: There is. It. Yep. It's not
6: like he's bringing in any new uh, customers. No. You always have you always have job security if you're in the sales department and you're producing, they're never going right. to fire anybody.
4: But if you're just you know
3: <laughs>
4: just but collecting a salary and not and everybody know. else under you is producing, then you can just sit there and be the IT. <laughs> That's <laughs> why we haven't gotten anywhere. But see, the IT
2: is the one who comes and fixes your computer. That's all he is. Oh.
6: Well, he, you mean he, he fixes the computer by programming the, the it's the software.
2: That's the correct. software
6: and not the hardware. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So it
2: it's, it behooves us to understand whose job he's really saving and not caring about how it affects other people. And my teacher came up to me, he says, Are you okay? I said, I'm fine. The other guy he never he won't even talk to me. I was going to go and apologize, but I said, "You know, I'm not. I don't need to apologize
6: for something that's correct." So because what was I,
2: he, what was his
6: um, side of the argument? What was how was he trying to justify?
2: You don't understand.
6: I didn't understand that uh, the FCC brings in
2: uh, uh, filters all the international incoming and outgoing data. I said, "Why?" and then uh in this country i said we're being uh, we're totally being infiltrated but the uh i didn't even go no i didn't go there but i was talking about the fact that the internet was public and had been around since the 40s and it was a military thing he said well they actually got it from the university i said you're right and the military took it and he said well this is a whole different system And I said, that's true, so that we can't get into it. And I wanted to go on the hacker's can, but I didn't even go there because I kept it so where the people that were listening could follow. And uh, the the issue that he was trying to raise, it's such a big picture. It needs to be a utility. I said, we're already paying it as a utility through our charter connection. (laughs) I'm paying $55, I said, for a charter. They raise it. I'm out of there.
3: Right. I don't need
2: the Internet. I have a phone. That's a utility. But when you put a utility on top of and make it another utility in the Internet, you're double jeopardy. You're double... Um, right.
6: You're going to have fewer users, and it's going <laughs> oh,
2: to... The quality ridiculous. and
6: everything, the technology is going to go down. It just... 100%. And just
2: for what uh, Lola was saying about Kesky, Keski has been trying, was trying for years to get these countries to go along, but they wouldn't even touch it. Now that they know that the people are vehemently wanting the alternative energies, they are starting to take on the thing. They'll still bury it. The people will still not get it. And that's why I, I go back to just sign it, put the name on in your county on it, so that you can actually have that type of, these are a million people that say, do as we say.
5: My, my question. Field. When you were talking about Keshi, the minute I watched a two hour video on Keshi, went to Japan, to the United States. They stopped him for a week, took all his paperwork, detained him. Yep. Then he went on to Japan and offered them to clean up Fukushima. They turned that down. Why is there nobody doing anything? We're getting all the radiation from that. This man had the ability to, my God, if nothing else, try it, make it better. They turned it down because... We're getting all of this radiation to kill us, but nobody's filing any documents. Nobody's got this in court in D.C. and saying, what the hell's the matter with you people? You're just basically killing these people on purpose. Nobody is in Washington, D.C. on our behalf when we have a man that was willing to give this to them to save lives from Iran, a man from Iran who we are trying to, Get into a war because they're such horrible people and they want moms to kill everybody. But see, that's
2: the whole point, Lola, that we've been saying. It is the purpose to kill the people. And that's the point that we have to bring out to other people. They're wanting to kill you. Are you interested in dying today from the collusion they're doing? Or, do you want to wait until tomorrow for the pollution that they're putting and raising? Look at those young men that were on that ship. They turned around and put that ship into dry dock and then they uh, then they pulled it back out of dry dock so that they could have it be used again. Where's you to
5: they were re- there I did listen to a talk, and there was a man that was working with all the the guys on that ship and the ship, cl- cleaning the ship to get the radiation off of it. So there, wa- there was something being done for that, and some individual, and I can't remember again, I I listened to the whole thing on that, was helping those, those guys. Because, yes, they put them out there, left them there without any knowledge of what had happened to them until it was too late. Correct. And now Keshe's stuff would actually cure them. Yes, every yes. And the point is, we have a surely we have enough good people in this country that know what they're doing. I mean, you could tell me. I see all this. I don't have the knowledge or the power to write documents to go to Washington D.C. to fight these people. Why are we not there? Or why are the people not putting these documents? in front of the court system, the Supreme Court, or getting injunctions to say, you know what, we're getting this and we want something done that this is
6: stopped. you got to start stuff? at the local level, at the, start yeah. the county you- level and then the state level. And um, some people okay. are doing that. And, we, you know, that was one thing I was going to bring up, is other than just signing a petition saying we're sick and tired of what's going on, we need to be more proactive. I think the mistake that the Tea Party and the people in South Carolina have been is they've been all, all just taking these defensive tactics and just trying to stop what they're doing. But rather, what we should be doing is we should be proposing that um, you know we ban chemtrails, we ban geoengineering in X Y Z County or you know whatever state. And put a bill together and contact your local representative and have them go and introduce it and get it passed and get people. If to. I, make... no, no, see,
5: I think that's all a good idea too. And
6: and, and I did you hear that the, I used to... I'm, I'm sorry. I... And let me just finish about and and the, did you hear the latest thing about the dangers of um, of fluoride in water? Is that it ruined your thyroid?
2: Oh, what have you been saying all along? Everybody's
4: thyroid is off. Mm -hmm. See, now this is just coming out to the normal, I mean, well, to the people that don't know what's going on. We already know all this. So they go in this spastic mode, and we stay calm about it all. Let them spaz out for a couple of weeks, and then maybe they'll listen to us. Well, the thing
5: is, like my my memory my mind doesn't function clearly at at this point and it probably could be more forward i mean i've been i can see it myself i understand it compared to where i used to be it tries to put too much together it mixes stuff up but if i had a plan a plan of action like what i was this lady was talking about on her issue which was Quiet title last night, and there was a plan of action. Okay, this is what we need to do. We need to go start at the city level, the county level. This is what we need to hit them with. This is what we need to hit them with, and start working with people I mean, even our neighbors to know the right thing to do and say, and not for them not to think that we're totally crazy. I would start that, but for me to go out where I'm at and with my limited there are days I can't even get, find the right words when I'm typing. I just want to throw the whole thing and then I'll leave
6: the room and come back and all oh, the word came. Well, you, well, you know, and, and if you did that, and then if you called into the NLA meeting on Monday night and John Durash heard you because somebody just did this, they called in from Oregon. And they were trying to get chem, um, chemtrails banned in in Oregon. And uh, John Durash heard the caller and he, jumped right on the call, and he said, well, please call me because I'm very interested in that. And um, if you can – because he explained that the representative had said that if he'd gotten enough information on the dangers of the chemtrails, that he would sponsor a bill to ban them. Wow. So then – And you that just that imagine was, if Imagine if you had done that, and then you <laughs> had gotten somewhere and made some progress and then told – you know, disgruntled people, you know, a thousand or several hundred people all across the country listening into the call, then they'd be inspired to do the same thing. Then maybe you'd already have sample legislation that you could share with all the other states.
4: Or if all the figure out where these airplanes are coming Monday from. Sorry. That call is on Monday, night, yeah, Monday el-
3: nights?
5: Yeah, Monday
6: nights, yeah.
5: I don't have that one on my calendar. And
6: I, I mean, have, I have at a 9. Say again. It, I'll, I'll, I'll
5: sorry, say it's 9 Eastern. Yeah.
6: 9 Eastern?
5: Yeah. There are 8. So it's 8 Central, Liberty right. Alliance. I'll go, okay, I'll go into the website and get the phone number. And I put it on my calendar, and then it reminds me, or I forget that there's calls.
4: Good. And, and where are like, these airplanes coming from? That's what I would like to know. Couldn't we... Go to the different bases and try to <laughs> try to talk to the military people that work there and say, "Hey, uh, hey, uh, that's, why a you this? To... <laughs> that's a good idea. That's
6: good even if you just parked your car on the outskirts of the base and saw them taking off and starting to spray. Or well, maybe. But you went... know what? We're
5: not even getting it back like that at all or totally anymore. When they took doing the airline industry night. down, when TSA went and night. was feeling down everybody's pants, and people stopped flying, and they were losing money, government made some deals with them. Hey, if you'll do some spraying for us, we'll supplement you because of all the stuff you've gone through with the TSA. Do you hear anything about the TSA anymore, anywhere, ever? Yeah. No, yeah. they got what they wanted. They got the plane to put the chemicals in their fuel. They're jet fuel, so yeah, now uh, yeah, our jetliners are. Oh, are
4: by the way, we had an airplane crash here in Spokane this weekend. You know, and it was just a a, a little old man from from Canada, and he stopped at Pels Field and fueled up, and took off, and he made it about three miles, and his plane went down. They put jet plane gas in it instead of airplane gas in it.
3: Oh, my, oh my God.
4: God! They gave him the wrong gas,
5: and, and luckily him. he
4: didn't kill anybody else, but it killed him. Yes, it killed him. Oh my God!
5: That's so okay. sad. Part of the thing that
4: we've
2: got to all and that's cheap. where
4: they that's where they fuel up our helicopters, our life flights, and all this stuff, and they give some airplane the wrong fuel. It's kind of scary, huh.
5: Well, you know it, what? You need to check on who this guy was. It maybe yeah. was an accident.
4: You yeah. know? Yeah, he's in Canada. I, that that sounds it. so They fishy. never did mention his name, come to think of it. Hmm. Oh, God. Do I have to become a detective again? <laughs>
5: yes, that's all you need to do. Is You be a detective for us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we all need to be detectives. I know, or I'm teasing.
4: Yes,
5: we do. I did have a police
4: officer tell me that once. He said, God, Patty, you'd have been one of the finest detectives we ever had. Why didn't you go into this work? Because you're killers. I'd rather be a fireman. And
3: I walked away. Good girl. Bishop. Yeah, Colin.
0: Bishop. Go ahead, Colin. All right. I've been listening to this rather spirited little debate here, and uh, uh, Lola, you uh, know, okay. Yeah, I'm Yeah, hear you constantly saying, you know, that uh, you know, why aren't people doing everything about this, and why and why? All right, you know what subliminal messages are? Yeah. Okay. Everyone who watches television or listens to the radio, which is just about everybody, in those in that programming there are subliminal messages. Yep. And uh with television especially, when you mm-hmm. sit down and you watch television, you are actually hypnotized. Mm-hmm. And you go you're in a trance. And these subliminal messages are delivered and they go right to your subconscious and they are things like uh, little messages that say everything's fine. There's no need to protest. Mm -hmm. Eat McDonald's. Eat fast food. Don't worry about GMOs. GMOs are fine. And uh, the big one is I saw, uh, it was like a poem, but, you know, it was like a mantra. It was like a mantra. And it said, you know, about, you know, all this good stuff coming in there, just, and it describes you know, all this good other stuff. Then the very last line is, say, now, repeat, I am free, I am free, I am free. But yet, you can't, okay, two boys out in the, in the northeast there were getting ready to, you know, there was a big, that one of the big storms coming in about three weeks ago. And so they were going around their neighborhood and start, you know, to make arrangements with uh, you know, their neighbors so that after the snow stopped, these guys would come and uh, you know, shovel their walks and their driveway. Well, one of them called the police. About two, two teenagers that were acting suspiciously with the them and they were told that uh before they could do that and go over here and help this help Granny, who can't do it herself, because it's that nature. They were told they had to have permits and licenses to shovel snow. mm
6: mm-hmm. Just like to have a lemonade stand.
0: That's, That's right. right. Now all of this is planned. The poisons chemtrails, it is all planned as a depopulation agenda. Because there's too many of it. You know, we're the useless eaters. Or as Drake says, uh, they don't like us. They don't like the thought of us using up their oxygen.
4: And you know (laughs) what,
0: Colin? it's people that make less than a million
4: dollars a year. So it means people that make $500,000 a year. It isn't just the poor people. It's middle class people, too.
0: Well,
2: they've
4: been trying to
0: get rid of middle class for, for centuries.
4: So oh, that's not new. No.
0: They hate the middle class. They hate it. Okay. Now, I ain't going to be nice about this. All right? okay, I ain't going to be nice about this. Okay? People like us, okay, first off, everybody that's not in the elite class, they are, quote, niggers, unquote, period. And everyone who's like us, that's opposing them, we're uppity niggers. Now Patricia knows exactly what this means because she grew up around it.
4: Yeah.
0: Okay? Yeah. And, uh, they they have a problem here now. If you're buying a car, do not buy anything after
6: 2004. Right.
0: Yep. Because at, starting in 2005, 2006 for the rest of the world, but 2005 for here. They had to have the uh, black box. Yeah, the computerized setups that can be hacked and. Uh, They have the, uh, there is no physical connection between the steering wheel and the front axle and the brake pedal and the master cylinder for the brakes. There's no physical connection. All you're doing is telling a computer to do it. This was how they killed Michael Hastings and Paul Walker.
6: That's for after 2007, right? Or beginning 2007. That starting with, oh, starting that's prior.
0: Zero.
6: So, in other words, you, you remain in control when you're in, driving the okay.
0: car. So starting with the model year 2005, they can be taken over by remote control.
6: It's called
2: TIC. Everything's pro- programmed logic control. And they have to the control, not you.
6: I wonder if they, my car is... Mine, mine came out in a... Well, it's a 2004, but it... Um, if it's a computer ridden, okay. it's it's got it. I bought I it was a leftover two thousand four, and I wonder if it was just one of those ones because it's got it's got the all the electronic things, the um you know programmable um I can program it to open my gate to my estate, stuff like
0: that. Uh, what I'm talking about. Okay, what I'm talking about. All right. Has anyone in the group played with Model, you know, radio control cars or planes or boats.
6: Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. okay. All right. The radio receiver, the analog of the radio receiver in the model, is the computer. yeah okay.
6: Yeah. We we know how it, how it works. Right. The concept. Right. Okay. So right. Not, uh,
0: Emily. In the. In the models, the receiver sends a signal off to the servos.
3: Right. The servos
0: control the rudder, the steering, the uh, throttles, things of that nature. Okay, all right. The assemblies in the cars from 2005 and on, are, uh, they're servos. They're powered servos. This is what you have to check. Check is that gear. what
6: mechanics know them by? Is that the term they use?
0: Now, I don't know what the mechanics call them, but uh, you have to look at it. Okay, you. I can look in mine, and I have this little steel attachment that's called, you know, it's called a steering box. Your steering box, if it's huge, because mine's small, mine is very small, but if it's large, and it has, there's no shaft coming into it from the steering wheel. But there's a, uh, a wire cluster that goes, that plugs into it. That's a servo. And once that servo is told to turn, it turns. And the servo on the ma- the brake master cylinder will, uh, is what actually pushes the levers in the masters, you know, the, with you know the uh, just the hydraulic pressure in the uh uh master cylinders to run the brakes. So That's is, all is, the brake pedal does. The brake most pedal is vi- the lever.
6: Is it visible inside the compartment of the, co- the passenger compartment or is it underneath? Under
0: you should be able to see it. Oh. So okay. you know, if there, if it's a large assembly with a with when the only input on it is through uh is through with a wire cluster.
4: But that's under the hood, right?
0: Oh yeah. It's under the hood, it's under the car, you gotta crawl under the car.
4: Yeah, you can't just look in your passenger compartment.
0: No, no, no. You gotta crawl under it. You gotta be dirty. Yeah, so thanks.
4: it's
6: not it's not like under or right around the steering column. No, go going
4: all the, all under the to the floor. Guys, okay. Yeah, after asking mechanic.
0: Okay. okay, all the new cars are just like the F-15 and the F-16. I was in the I was in the army when they came out. Fact is, I was stationed at uh, Fort Riley, Kansas, and we sat out there in the uh, in the you know in the evenings or when we had time off. And we could watch the Air Force test it the F fifteen and the F sixteen for combat maneuverability and such. We watched them. We could see it. Now at that point in time the uh, uh the standard for Air Force combat aircraft was that you have them on standby The crews are in a a barracks that is right next to the planes, and they're just waiting. And they get the the alert. And from the time they got that alert, they had one minute to get to their planes and get in the planes. And from the time their engines started, and they, they had two minutes to be in the air and approaching Mach 1, well, with the F-16 and F-15, that couldn't be done because they had to warm those computers up.
4: Mm-hmm. You have to warm it a computer? Minutes, it, took five,
0: yes. it took five minutes to scramble them. They solved the problem eventually by leaving the standby aircraft uh, with the uh, computers on standby because they, they were on and they were on standby, so they were ready to go. But if you came in cold, it took five minutes to warm those computers up.
6: Could you have possibly told us that it was um, that the year model to look for, or that All when that started was two
0: thousand seven? because I had gotten far. it in
6: my head that it was two thousand seven. I remember hearing. I thought it
0: was. I just found about a week ago. I found out that this started at two thousand, and it is mandatory by government decree.
4: In 2005?
0: In 2005. In the rest of the world, in Europe, and, you know, Europe and uh, Australia and Argentina and those places, it started at 2006 model year.
4: Are there any places that don't have that law? (laughs) It's
0: all computer-driven. It's all the same. It's all the same.
6: Well, any cars that you're going to be able to buy here are all going to have it.
0: Oh, all yeah. well, the new ones. So you buy used cars and rebuild them.
6: Right, right, exactly. And then,
0: would... you why you're doing it. You say you're a collector. Right. And you, and you, and this is the only one you can afford. And it's just, and, and you're restoring it. See, my brother's got one that will uh survive the EMP. Mhm.
2: Unless
0: they can screw for it. A pulse will come, you know, a nuclear a, b- a nuclear bomb producing, you know, produced uh, EMP uh doesn't affect his uh nineteen
6: sixty eight Camaro. Right. Uh-huh. And wasn't it all the cars that were probably built up to about nineteen eighty were just... <clears throat> didn't have computers in well,
0: that's it well Scott said I have a seventy three truck myself. Okay. It's got electronic ignition in it. But uh the only electronic components in it are the engine control module, the uh right, voltage regulator and the coil and the thing. So I have an alternator, a couple of uh <laughs> Control units, a couple of uh, regulators, and, a, and a, uh, things of that nature. I have those spares, and you just store them in such a manner that they're shielded. That's all I have to change out.
6: Yeah, but if you're driving when the EMP happens, then
0: so right? So you just change the the defective parts out.
6: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm
0: you were, you see they they're burned out, they're destroyed, so you replace them. It's very difficult to do for the uh the later ones with other they're really computerized hmm. no it's good you know all right a friend of mine had a uh was a ninety nine or two thousand dodge power wagon you know it was all electronic okay he went hunting in the central part of Nevada so he 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 knows he knows uh, where an uh uh right a uh, uh, you would call it an oasis in the desert it's up so it's a rather large spring and you know it's that's it's the center point for all the wildlife and everything that's where they get their water from okay he went out there and you know he parked and he set up his camp and uh, three days later, he discovered he was short of something, so he was going to run into Tonopah, and uh, get it. Well, the truck wouldn't start. Now, he was, with no transportation, he was two days from the nearest, next nearest water source on foot wow see two days and he he hiked out uh, about three quarters of a mile to the uh, intersection where that little road he used to get into there and he put up a sign there and three days later after he put the sign up a local came by who was going to Tonopah saw the sign and came in to see what was wrong he took the uh you know, he took the guy into uh, Tonopah and the uh Dodge dealership there told him, says, Yeah, yeah, I know, you know, but I'm not I'm not equipped and my people haven't been trained yet how to fix it. However, the guy had a tow truck and says, Yeah, I'll tow it into I'll tow it in I'll tow it in for you where You can get it fixed, but it's going to cost you a dollar a mile. See? Mm -hmm. Now, what happened was, in the distributor of that truck was a chip the size of the nail on your pinky finger. It burned out. It was not covered by the warranty, and it cost $1,800.
3: Wow
0: there needless to say my friend was pissed Mm. see that's what failed what caused it to fail unknown that's just one that was one of about if I remember right that was one of about 80 or 90 of these chips in that system so you can see the problem you can see the problems there Now, I've come across a book that was published in uh, 2009. It's called One Second After. Mm. And uh, in it, uh, an EMP happens. Three warheads are detonated between 300 and 400 miles altitude over the United States. And it just shuts everything down. Takes place in Black Mountain, North Carolina.
3: Mm. Right now.
0: Patricia, Emily, know where that is? Right,
6: just
0: up the street. It's like right. an
6: hour from here, or a half yeah. hour from.
4: Uh,
0: There's three. an empty trailer behind
4: me for sale. You guys, you want to move over <laughs> here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Please.
0: Okay. In the uh, the scenario, which was very very accurate, they had nine thousand people, just over nine thousand people that lived around Black Mountain. And uh, there was a highway that went, you know, went by the town, the four-lane interstate. And of course, when the EMP hit, all those cars just stopped. And so they picked up about three thousand people that were, that were stranded there, that were on the road. So they were, How big so a radius
6: to, did the EMP have? Line of sight. Oh, okay.
0: They were they were you know they were they were putting a pattern across the country. The missiles came in and put a pattern across the country and the detonation points covered the whole country.
1: And uh-huh. Canada
0: and Mexico. Because you know, most of the vast majority of Canadians live within two hundred miles of the US border. Mm-hmm. All the rest of the country is empty, basically. No,
4: but... uh, Except for the flying saucer that crashed down there.
0: But but anyway, the, uh... (laughs) What happened to the, uh... The the Black Mountain was that one year later, out of this population, basically of not quite 13,000, when the first relief convoy, led by a brigadier general who was the Regional governor who was coming in to take his post, and his headquarters was uh, was to be in Asheville. In that relief, when that first relief column got there, there was 970 of the people in Black Mountain left. In one year, it went from, you know, they had a, a peak population of not quite not quite 13,000, and a one year later it was nine hundred and seventy
6: that's criminal
0: okay. in the midwest, because there was a professor at the college there's a college at Black Mountain i'm pretty sure a small one and uh, he's a retired colonel history professor, and uh, he was talking he was the he was the ruler under martial law of Black Mountain.
4: Oh Jesus! He was demoted. sounding like a devil worshiping cult or something. No, no. Okay.
0: The reason, the reason the colonel was in Black Mountain was that's where his wife came from, and uh, when he he got he got notified, uh, you know, two and a half years before this, that uh, he was his, his his promotion to brigadier general with an initial assignment at that rank to Brussels, Belgium in NATO, was approved. And he was all excited and oh man, oh I'm a general, I got my star. And he went he went down to uh, you know he went home and his wife and his wife wasn't home. He, there was a note there, you know, that she said that she'd have gone to the doctor. And he got and and he waited for her. He was so excited and she came back. She was crying and said, I have breast cancer. And so he retired rather than accept the star and go to Brussels without his wife. So he and took his wife to, to home to Black Mountain, and he eventually she died in his arms. But uh, that's why he was there. A contact in the Pentagon got him an interview at this college, and he was hired as a, uh, a, pro, a history professor because he did have a doctorate in history. And he was there; he was just a quiet man, and just through you know after a big battle, there all the other leadership ahead of him was was killed in this big battle against a gang of it was two thousand strong and it was coming in and it was gonna do its thing on black mountain well, this colonel and a uh retired uh, uh master gunnery sergeant trained up. And, they, you know, they, they, they didn't panic or everything else. You know, they rationed the food they had. And when the, the big battle came, they were ready. They had a, an effective army of about 450 people, and men and women. And they fought the big battle. They exterminated this gang. And uh, funny thing, nobody else bothered them after that. But there's disease. The vast uh, ten thousand of those people that died were killed by disease.
4: When was this? What years?
0: Not. It's a novel. Oh. But it's in a, a very accurate novel. And so, what did the
6: nine hundred people do to um, survive? They just were.
0: They were growing their own food.
6: Okay. Yeah.
0: Great. Okay. And uh, one of the things they had to do, the mechanics in the community, it took them a month and a half to two months, depending on which one it was. They had to figure out how to rip all this computerized crap out of brand new fire engines and brand new police cars. And uh, they were salvaged. They were going into the junkyards in the area and salvaging cars that were there, but they were pre-electronic cars. Yeah. And they had a... uh, there was a, a member of the community that lived there in the summer, wealthy, who had a, uh, an airplane from, that was produced in World War II and it worked. Wow. And he was, and, you know, he flew in there after the, after it happened and, uh, he, he did, re, he did flights, he did reconnaissance flights, you know, what, you know, watching what was going on there. But, you know, uh, and by the way, within uh, twenty minutes of the of the pulse, almost four thousand airplanes fell out of the sky. We're talking. Oh my God! Seven, sevens,
4: seven 47s, et cetera. <laughs> You one see why the, I don't read those kind of books? Yeah. I'm believing
0: every yeah. word of this. <laughs> yes, it's one of them was Air Force One. Good. Oh, president sorry. And the joint chiefs on board.
4: Is this what's gonna happen? Are you telling us that this is what's gonna happen? Goody. Yeah, they wanted to. With Netanyahu in there, is that who's coming to see Obama? Who's coming? Who's well, that big bad guy that's <laughs> coming over here. <laughs> you
0: see,
4: this is what this is what we're looking at
0: now. The colonel was talking to the. Uh, uh, you know the, the brigadier general that was the, military, the the regional governor under the martial law. You know, after, uh, a year later, and uh, the colonel had been having trouble with Asheville. Asheville was being real nasty. Asheville wanted them to take fifteen thousand refugees, so Asheville wouldn't have to deal with them. And they said no, and uh, the colonel told the told the general said. When you get there, take my credit. Take my uh, my uh, the guy who's doing the job I'm doing right in here. Fire him. Lock him up. Start an investigation, and I'm quite sure that investigation will turn up enough that you can you can uh, take him out into the courtyard at the uh, at the courthouse, (laughs) and you can take your sidearm and put a bullet in his head because this guy was uh, was was a power nut. He was one of the bad ones. He didn't care. You know, it, it was number one for him, service to self. But that, this is what it is. Now, Michael Hastings wrote an article. He wrote two articles. One had just been published that really did add a really nasty job, and exposing uh, really good good job, but really nasty toward his this other guy's reputation. His name was Stanley McChrystal. He was a four-star general, and he's an, uh a cabal operative. Really evil. He had another one that was uh, about to be published on the director of the CIA did the same thing. Michael Hastings crashed into a tree in Southern California at two or three in the morning and died in a fiery crash. Yeah. Okay. Paul Walker, he's the uh he was the lead on a uh one of the one of the really successful Hollywood uh TV shows he found something out, and he was going to expose it. Same thing happened to him.
6: Well, what about David Crowley? He's the most recent one who um, was working on Gray State.
0: I wouldn't yeah.
4: doubt it. And you, w- Bono was killed too.
0: That's right. But, so with,
6: all-
4: but uh, David Crowley, they,
6: they came in and not only killed him, but killed his wife and his Good. and his child, Good. and Good. the dog, and they. People didn't discover it until thirty days later, and the dog was still there and (laughs) was freaking out. And people were wondering why why the neighbors didn't, you know,
0: know. But that's what they're doing. But they can do it with your car, and it's an accident. And this just happened to a critic of the FBI up in uh, Vermont. He was driving down a road, and the car went off the road. He was dying. (laughs) Well, they took it again. They took it over and steered it into a tree.
6: Wow. So you don't want to buy okay. any new cars?
0: That's why you don't buy new cars. That's right. Buy an older car. fact of the matter is that you're better going back to the something from the 90s than just rebuilding it. I wish I'd kept my old 88
6: Jetta. Or 81s yeah, I mean, that are... I've had seventy nine. I think it was.
0: They're around. Now, Just go find them. You know, they have, no great dash- value. they have no great value. You can get them. You can get them for very good prices.
3: But
0: the problem yeah. is, remember, they
2: did your uh, cash for junkers. That was the purpose yeah. of doing that.
3: So you
6: they get, get a lot of the old oil. off the road. And I wonder how much it would cost to um. Put a new engine in, though. Rebuild it. It's about a thousand.
0: You you can, you should be able to replace an engine, uh, a basic engine, for around four thousand dollars. No, I, I I replaced one for a thousand.
2: You have to go to a junker, go to a junkyard, and get a uh, an engine there that has not had a front end injury.
0: Right. And you just rebuild that engine and drop it into yours. Or you can go to a place like Napa. Okay? Yeah. And you can actually buy a rebuilt engines to minimize, minimize the amount of work that has to be done on it. You buy what they call a long block. And it's ready to go. It's all been set up in time. And uh, all you do is transfer certain components from the old engine to it and it bolts right in. Then of course you'll have to, have to do the go through the transmission and the differential. If it's four-wheel drive you'll have to go through the uh uh transfer case and do the brakes. No. No do the mechanic central mechanical system. What what the seats look like and what the what the body looks like, you know, you want a basically sound body, but if it's got some rough spots on it, that ain't no problem. And you could
6: probably get out of paying property taxes on it if you just bought it bought parts. Yeah. Property
4: taxes. And property
6: taxes? What are you talking about?
4: Are you gonna live in your car?
6: No. You have to pay pro- we have to pay property taxes on our car. It's property
3: What?
6: what?
2: It's a bogus bill. It's
6: all about making money. Right, I know. But the thing is, they won't know if if you're building a car or not. If you you know, if you just buy parts. They don't oh, right. building
4: permit type thing. I get it. Okay, okay. I I'm sorry. I was stuck at Napa,
0: standing in line
4: <laughs> 20 years ago, looking at the counter, going, Why does it say hard parts there? Well, this part is hard for me to describe. Maybe I should go to the hard part. And you know they never did explain to me what hard parts were. And I still uh, don't know. Colin, no. what's the hard part?
0: <laughs> don't Wait a minute. I, Wait a minute.
4: <laughs>
0: I avoid I avoid that problem right there is that uh I see the I the truck I the truck I drive, I have I've have had for 42 years. It's going on 43 years. And uh, uh, it has no catalytic converter on it, because 73 was the last year that you could do that. 74, they became mandatory. But mine's a real easy system to maintain. The parts, you can get to it.
6: And do you have a license for it? I mean, a plate? Well, of course.
0: Always. License and, you know. What? See the whole point is, it's a simple truck. compared to the ones today. It's an alarm clock compared to a computer-based clock.
6: Right, I understand what it is, but um, do you drive it, and do you, do you drive it on the road? Have you been stopped? Does it have yes. a license plate on it?
0: Yes, it is does. Is it registered? Yes. I it do is. this for one reason. I do this for I do this for one reason. Okay, and insurance. And a driver's license. Because overnight something can come along that I can do something and get paid for it and, and and the truck is necessary for it. Right. Commercial reasons are the only reasons I have insurance, a driver's license, and license plates on the truck. That's the only reason. Purely commercial. But Right. Pure right. Right for sale.
4: Food. Collins for sale, you guys.
6: <laughs> so <laughs> I guess you're having to pay... Pay property taxes on it then too, probably. No.
0: Well it's probably probably. The only property fee. taxes are the only kind of property the only kind of property that's taxed in Nevada. Oh, okay. Property tax is a house or land.
6: Oh, okay. It's,
0: it's a bogus thing in South Carolina. It's actually a renewal fee. In California they yeah. call it a renewal. Yeah. Right. Yeah. My renewal fee for my license plates. Yeah. Thirty. Oh, it's between forty and fifty dollars total. Yeah. Now, if you go, yeah. on, it's, based on, it's based on the the new MSRP when it was new. That's how they base it. And uh, if you have one now, if you if you have a new one that you just paid fifty thousand dollars for, no, you can imagine what your renewal fee is. Oh, it's horrible. Basically. Okay. Mine is a forty-nine dollar fee, based on an MSRP of forty-two hundred dollars. <laughs> you see, so you can imagine, right, from that from that little ratio there, you can imagine what the uh, renewal fee for something that costs fifty thousand dollars is. Yep.
6: But and it was based on forty-two hundred dollars in seventy-seven, so they know it's an old. Seventy-three. What? Seventy-three. Nineteen
0: seventy-three.
6: R seventy three or whatever.
0: Yep, the same truck today costs uh, between forty five and sixty thousand dollars.
6: Right, okay.
0: and the
2: other side of it too is on these with the trucks and with any vehicles that are older than twenty. I think it has to be
0: thirty in South Carolina. It becomes an antique, and there's no more fees collected. All right, I can I can get a. I can I can change the license plates on mine. I can do it this year if I would, if I decide to, okay? Because it's As over twenty five years old. No, that's uh, called an old timer.
2: Old timer, <laughs> or
0: uh, they call it vintage. And vintage, yeah. vintage cars are also exempt from the smog requirements.
6: Mm hmm. Yeah, they would have to be.
0: Okay. But I can still make the smog requirements that they have. I beat it every time. Uh, I had to change the car driver here about six, six or seven years ago because of the uh the other one just wouldn't make smog.
6: They don't have smog requirements here in South Carolina.
0: Well, but they do here in Nevada. But uh, <laughs> the uh I put a, a report, that particular carburetor that I had I had you know I, could, I couldn't find one that would pass uh, okay uh, and so I got a replacement I had to go to Summit uh, we have we're fortunate here in, uh, in uh, Nevada that in Sparks Nevada we have one of three Summit racing retail stores
6: What's all that static?
4: What well, is hey, it? i got to go back and use the other phone. I'm watching Ruth pour water and trying not to pour it on the floor. <laughs> oh. Okay.
0: But uh, the. uh Okay. That carburetor, I installed it, took it in, got it smugged. And if it they've digested it, came right in. Every year since then, I take it out, I make the appointment, I go in. Twenty minutes later, I'm back on the road because it hasn't been touched I haven't tuned it I haven't tuned it up or anything yet all they do is just do a couple of little adjustments on that carburetor wow. and it meets smog you see that's the that's the whole thing right there it's that you know, it's that simple nothing fit, nothing complicated about it. And uh, that's all it does. But these new ones, <laughs> one guy took a uh, took his in to get it smogged, and it was getting stubborn, and they found out why it wouldn't make smog, and the bill came to $1,200 just so he could get a smog certificate.
1: Hello? Yep,
6: yeah, we're hearing you. Yeah. I can hear you.
0: Yeah. But the, uh, uh, you know.
4: It isn't the cars making the smog. It's the factories.
0: I know. (laughs) This (laughs) is just bogus. I
4: know it is. We know
0: that. We know that. But you see, most people
4: don't. I'm staying uh, in my rabbit hole, thank you. (laughs)
0: Yeah, Uh (laughs) uh-huh. Coming back, coming back to Lola's question: Why? All right, the major problem that uh, most people will not do anything to, uh, you know, to try to, you know, stop these problems. You know, put pressure on, on, on quote, their representatives in the government. All right. Uh, Lindsey Graham stated it best. Uh, he was asked why he was not doing things for his constituents in South Carolina. They aren't. He came, he came right out and said it. The people of South Carolina don't pay my salary. Right. The federal government pays my salary. I represent... The federal government, not the people of South Carolina.
6: And technically he's right because only 30% of the revenue that the government receives comes from taxes
4: that people pay. But the people don't know the difference between the federal government and them. That's what the problem is. They think they they are paying it. It's all a bunch of...
6: They don't know anything about the corporation or uh, comprehensive you know, financial reports or anything about that. They, they
4: Why didn't I teach us this stuff in school?
6: <laughs>
0: who controls no, the schools? No. The Nazis. Okay. Okay. A friend of mine, at the store, I still, you know, I buy, I don't buy food items there, but I buy, you know, paper and stuff like that there. Okay. He's got a wife who's a teacher with the Washoe County School District. Okay. She has to be at work clocked in at seven AM. Classes don't start till eight thirty. Okay? Forty five minutes of that time from seven o'clock until eight thirty is taken up with a meeting with the principal. Teachers meeting at which point all the teachers are told what they are going to teach how they are going to teach and what content they can teach.
6: Right, that's good. If,
0: if they refuse to go along with it, their contracts don't get renewed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's called collusion. Yes. And she goes, she goes along with it. And the last thing they want are 18 year olds who can read write a coherent Mm -hmm. paragraph, understand history, understand news, okay? And think for themselves. That's the last thing they want.
4: Right. Mm -hmm. No wonder the children are being born knowing now. They have to know because we're not going to teach them. We're a bunch of foolish idiots. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) And uh,
2: those children the, the crystal children have also been compromised because they do know and call them on the shit. And so they are made into special need children that are ostracized from the rest of the class. You see how vicious of this? Very vicious. Yeah, all right. They tried
4: to There's make me way. special needs, and then my dad had me pretend I wasn't. It worked yeah. real well. <laughs> I don't think they're
6: ostracized. I think they're main, at least in Rhode Island, they're mainstreamed. And so yeah. they, they kind of slow the rest of the class down. It's all about then, uh, gearing you everything to the lowest common denominator yeah. so that okay. the gifted kids are just get bored and don't learn anything. Yeah. And that's yeah. why they
0: drop out of school. Yeah, that's yeah. the other side. Yeah, okay, now, my two nieces go to uh went to a school in dayton cut- Nevada. that uh this one school complex had four buildings in it and it went kindergarten through to through uh twelve and in one site and uh my oldest niece she was getting ready to start her sophomore year and uh The uh, school district for Lyon County put a directive out to all the English teachers. And it said, starting with the upcoming school year, you will make no rate point deductions on your work assignments because of spelling, grammatical, uh, and uh, punctuation errors. You will not penalize them for those errors, and that was the order. And again, if the if the teachers didn't go along, they, their contracts would be canceled.
6: And you know, this has been going on for I, a long, uh, long, I know. long, I know, long longer. time. I know this.
0: Okay, in okay, this teach this one teacher that my oldest niece had. She had her. Uh, she'd had Michelle the the. uh, year before. She sent a note home with Michelle and Scott and Nancy and this teacher got together off the school campus on a weekend and, uh, the teacher explained the problem there. Scott and Nancy, of course, were, shall we say, a little bit put out. And the, uh, and they said, all right, here's what you do. And Michelle was there, too. And, uh, an agreement was reached, a private agreement. When Michelle did work and then her sister two years, four years later came through under, to the same teacher, had the same treatment, every mistake they made was penalized. They were penalized for it, every mistake. Those two women can write wonderfully well because their parents gave a damn.
6: Yeah, that's how my parents
0: were. Okay. Yes. And this is normal. Now, it's an interesting book. The last, the only source I've been able to find it on, and I haven't checked it for a couple of years now, but uh, the, a couple of years ago they did have a few cases of them. This book was published in the uh, 1980s. Total print run on it was uh, less than 100,000 copies. And it's called NEA called the NEA, The Trojan Horse in American Education, mm-hmm. by Samuel Blumenfeld. And Blumenfeld had access to a complete set of the official journal of the NEA going back to its founding in 1857. Yeah. And
6: so did the, sure Charlotte did too.
0: Yeah. But he had a, he had access to a complete set, all every issue that was ever done of that journal. And he exposed everything. And there are parts in there that, you know, that read just like what they're doing today, but it was proposed back before the First World War.
6: That's right. And no one
0: read it. So far off it goes. And the, finan- the, financer, the financier that made it possible Was uh? Rockefeller. I believe I believe believe it was John D. Rockefeller. Right. This was before you know, or or men like him, because in the eighteen seventies, John D. Rockefeller started the pharmaceutical industry. And and founded the American Medical Association, the American Dental Association. He He won it.
6: And the big escalation of the dumbing down was when. I guess the we had the federal f- school department. Yes. Yeah.
0: that's right. And that's what it really started. But this book details all up until uh, the late 1980s, and that's and it hasn't been updated. hasn't been a new edition hasn't been released because first off, no publisher would touch it except for one. Yeah. And this is the little podunk publisher in Montana who didn't even have his own printing presses or, or binderies? He subcontracted all that. He was basically a distribution network. And uh, 10 years ago, I called them to uh, order some books, and uh, the number was to a private house. And they, didn't know <laughs> that. they didn't know what I was talking about. So that little publisher was put out of business. And Blumenthal, Blumenthal was not able to ever find anyone who would publish it again, and he may have been killed. Oh, this removes the, the premise. It, but the point is, on Amazon, they may have some, and I, I and I did get a copy from them. Uh, and it cost uh, the book cost three dollars and the shipping was $9. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. But yes, that book is a real eye-opener. They really hate it. I don't know. We'll have to check. There, it may be available as a PDF on the Internet. I don't know. One of the things that a lot of people don't know
2: is that most of the educators that came over here to teach to uh, set up the education system were fascists.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: they were definitely on the purpose of uh, controlling what the people learned.
3: And right. that's
0: been more revealed recently. Okay. All right. One of the things, one of the first part of this book is the history of public education mm-hmm. in the United States, going back to the colonial era. And up until the 1870s, 1880s, that general area, you could not go to school until you could read.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: So there was a, in every area, every little community, there was a woman, usually a widow, who who taught, no, Your your parents taught her to teach you how to read, and then you started school. They used to have to know Greek and Latin
2: and uh, English and be able to read, write, and to converse in those three before they could go on to school.
0: And an eighth grade education was equivalent to three years of college today.
2: Absolutely.
0: Now... There's a company called Mott Media. And in the past, they have published facsimile copies of McGuffey's Readers and Ray's Mm -hmm. Arithmetic. These books were written in the late 1830s. And they were in continuous publication. In fact, I think they still are. But uh, McGuffey's Readers teaches reading phonetically. Mm -hmm. And Ray's Arithmetic teaches math and it only covers the first eight grades but the advertising flyer for Ray's Arithmetic on volume number eight was uh, said try some of this math on some cocky college grad yeah they can't pass it okay and uh, by the way about two months ago another uh, test eighth grade test surfaced in a one of the coal counties in Kentucky. Really? And uh, it was dated 1912. And wow. no, I can't pass it. Patricia, yep. can't pass it. Yeah. I don't know that I could. <laughs> I doubt it. Everybody yeah. can
6: get a free copy of Deliberate Dumbing Down, um, Charlotte Iserby's book. And she goes back yeah. to what schools were in the uh, late yeah. 1700s. The first chapter is called "Sowing yeah. Seeds."
0: Sure. Now, here's the here's here's where the me, <laughs> uh, here, Here's where the dumbing down really started. Okay. Uh, the NEA was founded in 1857 by Horace Mann, the great yeah. paragon that organized education in America. Starting was a German? in Massachusetts Starting in Massachusetts.
1: Right? Was a German.
0: right. Where now, do any of you know where he got the model for the schools he started?
6: From <laughs> communism.
0: No? Prussia.
6: <laughs>
3: <laughs> he, <laughs> he,
0: copied? Yeah. he copied the school system in Prussia, which is now part of Germany.
6: Yeah, in the mm-hmm. 1840s and 50s, it was a system built on the he- Hegel's belief that the state was God walking state? on earth.
0: That's right. The yeah. only way to
6: restore educational freedom.
0: They, but that's connect- what it says. They, they know, and they had truant officers there to enforce attendance in the schools. Homeschooling mm-hmm. was denied, et cetera, et cetera. In the eight, mid-1890s, it came to a head in Massachusetts because a lot of parents in the 1880s and 1890s, were very disgusted with the state-run schools, and they kept their children out of the schools and taught them at home. In the mid-1890s, uh, they refused to enroll their children in school again, and the, uh, by this time, the NEA had successfully got a governor for Massachusetts elected, and uh, who was on their side, and he declared a state of emergency called out the militia, and the militia arrested all the parents and put them in prison and uh, took the children and marched them at Bannett Point to school. That's the 1890s. That sure increased their desire to be in school. Yes, it did. But see, that's the point. This is how far back it goes. Yeah. Nothing new about it. That's that's the issue people have
2: to get. This is not a new thing. Even the, um, what do you call it, John Birch Society was saying this back in the late 50s, and then they were ostracized and had total negative
0: uh, campaign against them because they told the truth. They still do. Amen. Remember that uh, Korean Airlines flight 007?
1: Or
3: 008, it
0: was shot shot down off the uh, Kinshaka Peninsula off eastern Russia? Right. All right. Know why that plane was shot down? What was that? Know why that that Russian fighter shot that plane down? Yeah, that bad Russian fighter. A Russian fighter, a (laughs) MiG, came up behind it, fired a missile, and the plane went down into the Pacific Ocean. Everyone aboard was killed. Now, the Russians claimed that the plane had violated Russian airspace. And it was shot down as per standard procedures, violating that airspace in that military region. So the real reason was, first off, that plane was on course. It was over international waters. But on board that plane was the senior expert, an analyst of the John Birch Society on what we now call the Cabal. And he, they, they, they infiltrated his staff and they found out he was going to be flying to Korea and they shot that plane down and killed all the people on board just to kill him.
2: Yeah.
0: Now, they contacted through their own, their own communication system, one of their opposites, in Russia, who had the authority to give those orders, and he ordered. And, uh, he, the order went down through the chain, and that pilot received orders to fire that missile that just killed that plane. That's how far they will go. Just like they did, Michael Hastings, Paul Walker, ad Infinitum.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep,
0: Marilyn. You know, Marilyn Monroe is one of their victims. Marilyn Monroe was a mind-controlled sex slave. Remember Dorothy Kilgallen? Yeah. Dorothy Kilgallen told a friend, made a remark to a friend, that she had cracked the JFK assassination and she had all the proof. Two days later, she was she committed suicide. That's how they got rid of them. That's right. These people have been around forever. And the reason
2: they don't work together, uh, work against us, is, again, the divide and conquer. And uh, we've gone over this before, and it is of utmost importance that when they're talking against someone, you've got to talk. They're infiltrated. Even in MLA, they've been infiltrated. They've attempted Mm. so many ways. To, uh, uh, to stop NLA, L.A., they are uh, doing their best to jam our calls, anything that they can do to make it impossible for any of us to hear things, and we just keep on talking. And that's how you handle them. You just keep on talking.
4: Ignore them. And I want
2: to
3: encourage
2: Lola. Lola, I want you to encourage yourself to stop saying your memory is so poor. The reason I'm saying that your words are prophesizing how bad your
4: memory is getting. Go out and get working. a rosemary plant. I'm sorry? Go out and get a rosemary plant. Rosemary will restore your memory.
6: Right, and so and I've been putting want... rosemary
5: uh rosemary in the food when I'm cooking it and it's it was na I mean organic. I You know, really powdered up. It's amazing you said that because I've never done that before, but I've been doing it in the last couple weeks.
4: See, your body's telling you, aren't we smart? Our bodies tell us. I can't believe how smart we are. (laughs) Because
5: I certainly didn't even pay attention. I just thought, I'm going to try that. And it tasted good in there. And so I dumped some more. Yep. uh... I have to tell you, I've been listening. um, I had got a call in the middle of someone that I talk to a lot every day about different things. And by the way, Colin. I don't turn the TV on and I don't watch it at all. Um, And I miss, because I don't, I miss this. And um, he said he got a call first thing this morning from somebody out in Las Vegas, where you live, that caught it on the news that the Missouri Attorney General apparently committed suicide and killed like nine people.
3: What?
5: (laughs) And. Uh That just happened, he was close like to something.
0: Being well, an attorney general, he was close to something.
5: I I just have been googling it. I can't find anything. But then Roger's wife said she seen something about it on the
6: news last night because she's in the TV all the time. Go on YouTube yep. and look and see if it, what anybody said anything.
0: Yes, too. If it the, just happened today, if it just happened today, it's too soon for. It uh, happened yesterday because
5: too soon. His wife seen it on the news last night, so it had to have been yesterday. That's major yeah. news. I pulled Hello. up, our, our our Missouri Attorney General is Chris Costner. I pulled up that somebody died in office there, and he was offering his condolences to the family, and that yeah. just happened. But I'm not pulling mm-hmm. up anything that was traumatic, like even that man committed suicide and killed a lot of people.
0: Um, just I do checking. watch the. Huh? Hey, just start checking for the uh, for it to come up on alternative news.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, they're
5: already they're saying it's come up on the TV news because Marlene doesn't get into anything alternative. She's only into the mainstream because she thinks that her husband's crazy because he listens to all this garbage. So she got it off of mainstream news. So did Chris in in uh, Nevada got it okay. off of mainstream news?
4: What? Who was the guy's name?
5: Well, the attorney general of Missouri is Chris Costner.
4: How do you spell his last name?
5: K-O-S-T-E-R. But I, I when I was in there, I was looking, and boy, is he hitting some real heavy hot spots and really working to clean things up. So he was too close. February hold on. well, hold 23rd. on That's him again. That's
4: him Bernie again. Chris Costner today announced his opposition to proposed changes sought by banking industry to this, yeah. is, this 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 was on february twenty third no call right,
5: and then he's got a couple that are on the twenty fifth and twenty sixth but he is really pushing some good stuff for the people, so right. But it still didn't say anything in any of that that I found that that he committed suicide or that there are people dead or that there was anything. Now, if it happened after, I do watch The Young and the Restless, however I tape it, and that's on from 11 to 12 Central Time, and then I may watch it sometime in the afternoon. They didn't have any breaking news that something like that because we're right next to Missouri. So it didn't happen before 12 o'clock if it did, and I didn't turn the TV on after that. Didn't watch anything. So, I only tape it, watch it taped, and then I turn the TV off. So, I am bad. I do watch that. I probably get my, what do you call it, my uh, what is brainwashing there, but I just have to, you know, I never watched it for 30 years. I watched it when my kids were little, and I never watched it for 30 years, and about a year and a half ago, I turned that on, and dang it, if it didn't hook me again. So I just tape it, and I watch it when I'm eating dinner in the evening. That's my weird, that's my kind of, what do you want to say, my let, my calming and letdown. It's just gorgeous fake, <laughs> I guess. I like to see people like that, and, and it's fake, but. Anyway, I, I just thought I'd let anybody know, if anybody sees anything about that, yeah. apparently it's out there. Because Chris from Nevada does not miss. He is really up on everything. So.
0: Yep. There are some people <laughs> that do that, but uh, usually that stuff is just strict, strictly local. And, uh, and this doesn't receive national coverage. Even though it's well, put on UPS and a p and all that stuff, but it's a uh thing look on uh look on uh dot com mm-hmm.
3: yeah
0: look okay yeah
5: i've got that i'll pull that's a good one I'll pull it up a minute see yeah, yeah i do go in the mirror right in fact but in fact it just pops uh, right up in my bar <laughs> When I, started but so, I don't know.
0: Yeah, but you know that's uh that's like the Associated Press and United Press International, but it's for the alter it's alternative news. And you know, well,
5: got, scanning Hello? and I'm not seeing anything.
0: Yeah, well, no hey, This just happened. This just happened yesterday. Hello. Uh, it's not, it, you know, it's it's too busy, everybody. Hello? We hear you.
4: You're all on the board
2: there. Hello? We hear you.
4: <laughs> Hello back. Hello?
0: Yes, we're here. Hello? There you are. That's Is constant. everybody
2: in the I don't recognize you hear you?
4: that voice. Yeah.
2: All of a sudden, there was dead silence, and you're all still on the board. So there's something we hit. Part of the thing that... Ch- That they're doing that is to frighten all the other legislators to not voice opinions. Yep. It's all about fear. And that's what you need to say to people on this whole issue. They are terrorizing Missouri now. What other state will they start to terrorize? Call them on the game. They all want to see the light. What is that?
5: Well, there's nothing in here so far. Yeah.
4: Oh no. Hmm. It's it's gonna be good. Troy Smith and Alexander Meadows share yet another discussion regarding the changes they are both noticing with the Darks' tactics at this final hour. Troy confirms that he feels strongly that their their grid has been destroyed and the Darks' reinforcements are getting younger and less experienced. Troy shares... Way he uses zero point energy to blast the dark beings. Successful removal of Bush and Cheney accomplished with Troy Smith. I don't know who that guy is, but that's just something that came up. Construction of Tesla 5 billion solar powered gigafactory in Nevada is progressing nicely. Did you know about that? Call no. Yes? Yeah.
0: Hmm. Being built to the east of us.
4: Let me click on it's it.
0: It's going to be. Uh, as far as its drain on the uh, power grid, it's going to be zero. They're, they're 3,000. <laughs> the whole roof is uh, will be a big solar panel array.
5: Well, now, what is that on, are you saying?
0: That's the Tesla factory to make uh, lithium-ion batteries. Yeah. For cars and other applications. It's being built just east of uh, Reno. Really? Oh, yeah.
4: Project Tiger it's called. Hmm. I wonder if Tiger I listened Woods to has him it. the other, it the other
5: I listened to him the other night and he said there are fifteen countries using his technologies, fifteen more that are getting ready to or working on it. And I wondered what they were because I was gonna go onto his website and check that out.
0: Alright. Lithium ion battery. Lithium-ion batteries. Are you using a cell phone? Yeah. Yep. You have a a laptop computer? Yep. Yeah. Those batteries are lithium-ion. Uh-huh. Those batteries are lithium-ion batteries in those devices.
5: Uh Uh-oh. And so they're going to make them there, and they'll be hopefully less evasive and such because of his... I'll read it to
4: you. To change (laughs) the (laughs) transportation and leave behind oil in favor of clean sources of energy, you need batteries, lots of them, cheaply. That's what Tesla is trying to do with its Gigafactory project. Make as many advanced lithium-ion batteries in one location as the whole world is making today, driving down costs by at least 30%. This gigafactory will be making 50 GWH of battery capacity per year by 2020, enough for 500 Tesla cars, mostly the cheaper upcoming Model 3. And the whole factory will be powered by clean energy. This is a $5 billion investment that will create 6,500 on-site jobs. Talk about big ambitions product for a young company. Bob... Tregless, a producer and host of Plug In America show, check it out, found a good vantage point and stopped a few there shots. Here we go in
3: silence again.
2: Anybody
4: oh. there? Can you yeah. hear me? It's definitely been playing him.
2: with the game here.
4: Anyway, they, they started construction Is the recording yesterday? still going? The
2: recording's still going, so we've got a silence here. If this is being picked up by the recording and the people have been muted... Nobody's been muted on this part. Only two, Pennsylvania and Connecticut. So it's we're on here. We're just not speaking. Are you there? Anybody back? Hello. We are. Hello. You can hear.
4: I can hear Patty
5: speaking, and I can hear. Hello. Ann speaking.
4: Yeah, they're they're playing games. Maybe he can not hear us. We yeah, are. to
2: 11:54, so we're like. Uh,
4: Anyway, they started building this factory. Well, actually, yesterday. at the end of
2: our... We are supposed to be on here for two hours, and we're on here for the fourth hour. This may be what they're saying to us. They may have cut us off.
4: They started building the factory yesterday, connected. which was my dad's Let me birthday. Let if I if He, he would have been
0: alive. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com.
4: It's my little escape.
0: Now Judy's the life of the party.
3: Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon.
0: Whoa.